Coming up on this episode of Tar Heel Runners. The ability to help me transform myself from uh, what I was to what I'm trying to be in a way. Team Dragon Ass, because a lot of times it does drag. So. <laughs> Absolutely. If you don't come out muddy, you're not having fun. I just kept trying and trying and trying. I didn't give up, but I, it wasn't where I wanted to be. So the way that I see it from that and from my perspective, there's nobody that shouldn't be out there trying something. So Dean, we've known each other for quite some time now. Um, Number of years, yes. Yeah. For, for a while. And uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. Um, I was born and raised in Ohio, moved to Wilmington about 20 years ago. I'm a land surveyor and uh, have a couple of businesses of my own that I run here in town and started, uh, started running a couple of years ago and I really enjoy it. Okay. Now you also do other stuff other than run as well, right? What are the, oh, some of the, I mean, yes. you're also into some other fitness items. That's correct. Yeah. Fitness things. CrossFit. I've been doing CrossFit now for about three years. Okay. And it's become almost like an addiction to me because of the, the community aspect of it and the ability to help me transform myself from uh, what I was to what I'm trying to be anyway. Yeah. I've, and, and I've seen that through the CrossFit as uh, experience, um, you have been super disciplined with that. I mean, you, you go at certain times, you hang out with the certain people, and you guys are crazy and, and, and do crazy stuff, and you challenge each other to do crazy things. That is, that is correct. Yeah, I go usually at 4.30 in the afternoon, and it's close to my office, so it gives me a chance to leave at a set time. So I have to be at the class at 4.30. I can leave about 4.15 to 4.20 and be there by 4.30. And it's the same group of people for the most part and has been for most of the last couple of years. And it's all age groups. We have a young lady in there, eight or nine years old, up to folks older than me in their 60s. And everything in between. And everybody can do what they need to do to make it work. Mm -hmm. And if you need to scale a workout, you can. But you never lack attention. There's always someone in the class that's willing to say, go, 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 and keep you going. And that's, that's always super important, really, no matter what you're doing. But Absolutely. in CrossFit as well. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it was in the cross while you were, were doing CrossFit, that I saw you kind of getting into some running things. with some. That was part of the, the, the program, I think, at CrossFit there. You guys would come out of that gym. I've been to your gym. Y'all would come out of the gym some and, and, and run a little bit. Up and up and yep. around there. Yeah, we run anywhere from a couple hundred meters to a mile, and we have a measured out course that we all run on, and uh, gets uh, you know everybody. Not everybody can run, and that's one thing nice about CrossFit is if you can't run, there are rowing machines. You can do various other things. You can walk, mm -hmm. and it's all uh, basically set up the way that you want to do it, as long as you're willing to do it, you can do it. Now, over the last uh, year, I've seen you do a whole lot more running. 
Um, we got you and I were on a team together. Was it last year? Yeah, we were on a team together at the Southern uh, Tour Ultra Series, and uh, and everybody ran different legs of that. It was like a six mile loop, if I remember. Yeah, five miles. Five miles. Yeah. Five mile loop. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. And um, and and it was after that. Uh, you made some comments about trail racing. Do you remember that? I do. Um, you got me started on something that I absolutely love. <laughs> and I'd never tried it before. had no idea what to expect. And once I ran the first one, or once I participated in the first one, I can't guarantee I ran the whole thing. Sure. No, I didn't run it either. But uh, <laughs> once I did that, I was hooked. Mm-hmm. And we already have our team set up for next year's Ultra. Okay. We have eight members of the 10-member team, and we're doing a uh, 20K at the end of August Okay, with and, a team of four. And if I recall, don't you guys have a name for that team? We do. What's the name of the team? <laughs> team Dragon Ass. Dragon because Ass. Because a lot of times it does drag. Okay. So. <laughs> and you have these cool T-shirts and we logos do. with like a dragon on it. And we do. And everybody will have their T-shirt on and, and – uh, but it's, it's a lot of fun. It's another one of those community things. And I think that that's one reason I really like the trail run is it's different than running on the street in that the people are more apt to communicate, talk to one another. They're friendly. Not that the people that run on the streets aren't friendly. That's not what I'm trying to say. But it's a whole different type of community. It is a different feel. Yeah. I know when we pull into the, the Southern Tour place uh, – whether it's the night before, you know, for packet pickup, right. or whether it was the morning of, there's a big bonfire going, and there's loud music, and and people are just hanging out. Some people are around drinking beer at you that's know right. four in the morning, five in the morning, or whatever it was, which is a little early for yeah, me, anyways. That's me too. Um, and and you know, it was it was just fun and encouraging. Um, and then as those early groups left. Everybody just kind of stood around and cheered them on, and then it was your wave. You know, here we are. Everyone's just kind of cheering on, and um, yeah. So, so you've so you've done that. And how do you know how many races you've done over the last couple of years? Oh, uh, probably fifteen or so in okay. the last couple of years, okay. and not all of them trail runs. I mean, I've, I do the uh, like the tri span in Wilmington. Okay. I, I ran that, and some other street uh running but uh but i really do like the trail okay it's a whole whole different uh way of doing things Uh and it kind of reminds me of back 30 years ago 40 years ago when i was a youngster um i rode motorcycles raced motorcycles and it was a similar uh type of trail you know you competed with over time and this is sort of like one of those races without the motorcycle. So you get to go into the woods, you're by yourself, and it's uh, you're with nature, and it's, it's great. And you still come out muddy. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> if you don't come out muddy, you're not having fun. <laughs> yeah, that was the fun part. I remember on that Southern Tour, um, when it was, it was my time to do the loop, and people were kind of tiptoeing through the mud. And it was I've done a, a, plenty of trail races, and I just went right through it, and mud was going everywhere, and the woman behind me was like, oh, that's how you do it. Just just <laughs> <Absolutely>. go. <laughs> yeah, and I've actually seen people run right out of their shoes because they get in the mud and they can't get, get out of it. So. Oh, gosh, gosh. And um, so you've been engaged in a lot of these events lately, like 15 or so now. Um, 
What kind of transformation has that brought out brought about for you? Well, What's the impact for you. I think as as the number increases, and I'm trying to do about one a month is okay. what I'm, that's my kind of my goal for the year. Cool. And uh, my times are getting better, and I have one person that runs with me just about every time, and he kind of encourages me. We encourage each other, and it just it, it, that's probably the biggest thing is the improvement on time and going from a participant, which I have been for quite a while, to an actual runner where I can actually run. So I can say I probably didn't run my first 5K to maybe two months ago, but I've been participating for eight years <laughs> because it was just uh, it was just something to do. Yeah. And, and now you've actually podi- you, you've actually been on the podium before. A couple of times, yeah. Only I think because no one else was there. <laughs> but uh, hey, It counts. It counts, it that's right. Nobody counts. asked me what place it was. I was just on the podium. But the last one that I did, which was a couple of weeks ago, um, we did a 5K here in Wilmington, and it was a, a pretty hot day, but I still got third place. I made it to the podium, yeah. and I was very surprised because I had no idea. I figured I'd be sitting over there watching. Oh, that, was, that was the Life Point? Life Point. The Life yeah. Point 5K. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. I remember hearing you and your daughter saying that, that you had got on the podium, and you were like, what? Yeah, I was um, surprised. I was so surprised I didn't realize they called my name. <laughs> That's funny. That's great. Uh, one of the things I've seen in you is um, I've seen physically a change in you. Like, t- describe that physical change if you don't mind. Yeah, as far as the weight loss goes. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah probably, say, 10 years ago, I was rather large. Okay. That's a Fair polite enough. way of putting it. Mm. And I tried, I went to the gym and I lost some weight, but then it came back. And once I found CrossFit, the weight started coming off and it gave me an incentive. And then I started watching my diet and then it really started coming off. So in the last three years since I started CrossFit, I've dropped about 65 pounds. Mm, And it makes a big difference. Can you imagine if you put a backpack on and filled it up with 65 pounds worth of weights and just walk down the hall? Don't even think about steps or a hill, but just walk down the hall. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, last, I think it was Friday at CrossFit, part of the workout of the day was to pick up a plate and run at 100 meters. And I picked up, first I picked up a 25-pounder, and I thought, this isn't bad. So I picked up a 45-pounder, which is about what I've lost in the last year. Mm. And I was thinking, I used to carry this around without the plate. And I don't know how I did it, you know, where the, my knees were, were always hurting. And mm. now that's, that's changed. I mean, they still hurt, but uh, they're not as bad as they used to be. Right. So, you know, carrying that extra weight is very detrimental, especially mm. to working out. And getting rid of the weight has helped the workouts, the running, mm-hmm. uh, the way I feel, everything. And it's not been that tough, especially for someone of – my age, which is, you know, it's harder to lose weight once you get over the age of 50, and I'm well over that. Um, and it's been a very easy thing to do because I've been paying attention to it, watching my diet and all that. Well, it's easy because of the second half of what you said, because you're paying attention. Exactly. And I don't think we fall into uh, uh, just healthy eating or healthy habits. I mean, we do have to pay attention to what what we do, where, how, how much we sleep, how much we eat. Um, 
And for you lately, it's been um, really paying attention as far as very specific uh, menu. Yes, if I recall, mm-hmm. um, and some is somebody putting that together for yeah, you. Yeah, for a while I had someone putting together my meals for me, and I took uh, about the last probably about the last sixty days or so. I've been eating, trying it myself, and I've maintained. Okay. And, uh, you know, because the, the food has been, it's very good food the mm-hmm. lady prepares for me. And it's, uh, um, all the meals are there and all that. But it's not what I consider portable. And I've been doing a lot of traveling, so it's been hard to carry that food with me. So, you yeah. know, the traveling part and keeping that diet together has been tough. Okay. But I've been able to maintain and I, was, I would like to lose some more weight but at least i've been able to maintain on yeah. my own without going back up so i mean that, that's an i haven't really thought about the traveling piece i'm sure there's there's lots of people out there who travel a lot mm-hmm. uh, you travel between here and ohio and everywhere in between yep uh we're in north carolina so in wilmington so i mean um there's hotel stays and 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 just simply being cooped up in a in a truck all day that's correct um what have you found to be helpful to you when you're traveling and you're trying to eat healthy and sleep healthy and exercise and stuff? I mean, what, what, what's worked? Well, excuse me. The, uh, probably the best thing is to know what you're eating. And I always keep track of what I eat through an app on my phone. And I'm able to take that and kind of look at what I need to have and pay attention to the calories and so on. Um, but you so know, again, just paying attention, and paying being attention, aware of, and being aware. We don't fall into these things. Okay, I'm sorry, yeah. but that, no, that's that's I fine because that's... it is, it is, uh, it's still tough. It's because you, you know, you go into a, especially a, a fast food restaurant and they've got a whole board full of nothing good for you, and you can you can usually find something on there that you could eat, but it's not easy. <laughs> In most places I've learned has some version of a salad. Yeah. Um, now, whether it's the dressings or anything else that I want on it, I don't know. But there's some sort of lettuce, and hopefully it's green. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> of some kind. Yeah. Well, the one thing, that, the, uh, probably the biggest thing about the whole watching what I've been eating has been to cut out sugar. Yeah. I rarely have any sugar. I've had, I haven't had much sugar in about probably seven months, maybe okay. eight months. So that, I think, is a lot of it. And where where was the the most amount of that was that sodas or was that just just no. donuts well or? i had i also cut out dairy and one of my all dairy f- pretty much okay. i have a little bit of cheese every once in a while but the biggest my biggest thing to eat was ice cream so you mm. had dairy and sugar all in massive quantities in one bowl God, you're making me hungry and uh, <laughs> and i got that my mom was very much a ice cream eater till the mm. day she passed away she probably ate ice cream every day mm-hmm. and she was 135 pounds soaking wet and i i wasn't that lucky but i really do like ice cream but i have had virtually no ice cream since the first of this year yeah, yeah. so i think that's probably a lot of how i've been able to maintain is to pay attention to the sugar i don't have milkshakes or anything like that. If I drink a soda, it's a diet, so there's no sugar in it. Mm-hmm. And I will have an occasional piece of chocolate candy, but that's pretty much it. Sure. For that, I have a sweet tooth, and that kind of helps kill it off. Yeah, there's, a, there's an <clears throat> office, uh, somebody's office in the hallway that I work that has 
uh, little chocolates on their desk, and I'll go in there and get one of those little small dark chocolate bars just just for a quick little flavor and a quick little hit. I'm like, oh, okay, that's good. Let me go back to work. <laughs> that's right. And you know, then I'll leave it alone for a long time. Um, it, the, the paying attention piece I, I find interesting because you are a business owner um, and of multiple businesses. Um, my guess is even in business and uh, in, in, our, in our families and uh, what we do and we exercise or however we eat, um, if we're not paying attention, then stuff just happens, and we go, "How, how did I get here?" And we have Absolutely. no idea. We have no idea how we got there. Yeah, and you know that's one thing that when I gained all that weight, uh, probably from my mid forties on, is when I really started gaining weight. Great, I'm prior forties. Thank you. That's that's, that's good encouragement. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but I wasn't paying attention. Prior to that, I rode motorcycles. I worked outside. Uh, the job I was on as a surveyor, I worked outside all the time. So I was always very active. And in my mid-40s, I kind of slid into a management role and got away from some of that outside work, and I just would eat whatever, where before I could probably eat anything, and I, I burned it off where mm-hmm. that wasn't the case. And as I wasn't paying attention, so I gained a lot of weight and then tried to get rid of it, and it was really hard. Yeah. So. Um, who are some of the folks you've enjoyed running with? Lately, are they friends, family, or do you like running by yourself? Um, I have a couple of folks from the CrossFit gym Mm -hmm. that have been running with me. Very encouraging. And we ran uh, uh, the Wrightsville Beach Loop about three miles Saturday morning. And the guy with me wouldn't let me stop. He just kept going, come on, come on, keep (laughs) going. That's a good friend there. That's right. So so, uh, we were able to run the whole loop. And I ran the majority of it. Yeah. Probably the longest sustained run I've ever ran, like a mile and a half. So I'm not, you know, I'm not a long distance runner, but I run a while, walk a while, jog. But a while. it is August with like, you know, 120 well, percent humidity true. outside. Yeah, you can stand still Carolina. and sweat. Yeah. So, but uh, but yeah, he, he encourages me. Uh, another gentleman from there encourages me, and uh, the, the team that we talked about earlier. There are four of us that are kind of the core of that team that. We encourage each other when we go out and run. Now, are, are those the folks who are going to be a part of – don't you have the, the Copperhead Yeah, the Copperhead's up? coming up. Okay. And that's the team, the okay. four of us. And uh, one young lady, I think she's 30, and I'm the oldest. And never, the, there's two folks in between. Okay. Fifth, and probably in their, I think they're both in their 50s. Okay. That is awesome. And how long is the Copperhead? Effort? It's a 20K okay. team, so there'd be – it's four or five Ks, basically. Okay. Yeah. But the fun part is you, you get – to spend quite a bit of time out there, not only on the trail, but then at the little, at the tent, at the you know where everybody loops back around. So you have the sense of community too. Absolutely. That that you have. And, and I uh, think that's one thing I like about the team aspect. As a uh, younger person in high school and so on, I, I was never on a a team like mm-hmm. a baseball, basketball, football team. I never did do that. And now that I'm older, I absolutely love it. The community of doing that together, you know, encourage each other and joke with each other and all that. And yeah. Keep each other going. Yeah. Do you have a favorite of all of the events that you've that you've done? Hmm. There's a couple favorites as far as trail run. I think the uh, ultra, the, the southern just, tour, the southern tour ultra. And that's in Ham, up north of Hampstead. It's Porter's Neck, Hampstead area. Okay. And as far as on the street, 
most people don't like it, but the one in Wilmington, the tri-span where they run yeah, across the bridges. Did that. I just did it. Yeah. And uh, best run uh, time I ever did was that one uh, in G- uh, July. And you uh, was it the same? I know you had somebody running with you there. Yep. Was that the same fellow that you're talking about? Because mm-hmm. uh, I witnessed it. I kind of I, I tagged along yep, for a little did. bit without a bib, mm-hmm. uh, just for about a mile. And... Man, he was he was digging into you, going, "Come on, yep. let's go, let's go." And that's what I like about it. He he doesn't let me yeah. rest. He he keeps pushing me. And that's a pretty run because you run over the bridges in Wilmington that cross the Cape Fear River. So this the really big uh, bridge across the you know Wilmington, and then there's another one that's a, just a long hill. I mean, and and when you're in Wilmington, that that doesn't exist. Hills. That's right. Yeah, that's true because most of my running has been in Wilmington, so it's pretty flat. Yeah. And uh, we ran in Brunswick County, Brunswick Nature Park, and it was flat, but it's a lot of up and down, mm. short ups and short downs and some longer ups and downs. So it is a different type of running mm. whenever you get out of the flat land of local here in Wilmington. Yeah. So those are some of your favorites. Um one of the things that, that none of us like to talk about are their challenges or our failures per se. So has there been a time where you've, you've faced a challenge that maybe originally you would call it a failure, but when you're looking back at it, you go, hmm, this is what I've learned from that experience. Well, probably, <clears throat> excuse me, when I was trying to uh, compete with my daughter, who a, was a cross-country runner in high school, and I didn't compete but about 100 yards, and that was it from the start. Mm-hmm. And I was I was trying my best. This was a we used to run every Thanksgiving morning. We would go run. Well, she would run, I would participate. <laughs> and uh No, you ran. I, yeah, I'd ran. I <laughs> you was were a runner. Run, walk, jog <laughs> yeah, kind of yeah. thing. And uh but I was trying my best to do as good as I could and I just fell literally flat on my face and couldn't. Mm. Um, I I finished. Yeah. And I don't remember what the time was, but it wasn't what I wanted it to be. So what I was trying to go for, I just couldn't do it. Because mm-hmm. one of the things, and I know most of the people listening to this are probably actual runners that can do, you know, eight, ten-minute miles or maybe even much better than that. Yeah, I'm nowhere I'm, near that. It's you okay. Know, <laughs> I can run. Right now I'm like 12, 50, or 12, 30 to 13 minutes. And I was 15, 16 minutes. And for years I tried to get a past below the 40 minute mark and I ran and I this was on uh, I guess that would have been a Christmas run in Wrightsville Beach I ran and I could see the clock and I was like 40 minutes and eight seconds or something so that was like I, I could see it but I couldn't get there and no, then, that's close you know, man. I, that I just kept so trying close. and trying and trying yeah. I didn't give up but I it wasn't where I wanted to be right so now I've I've broken that and I've gotten you know it's lower and lower and I'm just going to keep going my next break or my next goal is 35 minutes there you go so there you go that is awesome yeah. um well I in my training run this morning I was uh around the 12 and a half to 13 mark and you know what it's hot outside I was comfortable and having fun and you know what that's I was out there while all these other people were on the side of the road drinking their coffee and smoking their cigarettes and walking their dog you know at all at the same time and and uh you know it was good to be out there absolutely and uh, and able to do that um 
When you run, do you uh, just, these are just kind of some fun questions. Headphones or no headphones? It, it varies. Um, usually if I'm on the street and there's no one with me, I'll run with headphones. Okay. But if I'm running with Russ or Blue or someone, I, will, I won't take them. That way we can talk. Mm. You know, we can hear each other gasping for breath or whatever <laughs> without any problem. Um, but usually um, I, I like to run with them in because it kind of gets me in a groove kind of thing. What do you listen to? Classic rock usually. Okay. Good. Yeah. Something kind of a motivation type of, uh, of music. Okay. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, have you had some anybody, I know you have folks at the, the CrossFit gym who are kind of coaching you when you're in there. Do you have somebody who's kind of coaching you with your running stuff or is that you just kind of do that on your own, kind of create your own training schedule? Kind of, kind of do it on my own. Uh, Russ, my friend Russ has been helping me, the one that I ran the uh, 5K with here in Wilmington. And he, he keeps pushing me. You know, he says, you want to make this sub 40, you got to go, go, go. So, but as far as the kind of getting to that point of lowering your times, um, you know, keep pushing myself to run a little longer, a little longer, and then walk a little shorter and run a little longer. So that, and that's one thing Russ helped me with. He was able to, uh, to push me into that, you know, let's run count of 60 and walk for whatever, or jog or whatever, and go. And then if you get tired, we'll go to 30, and, but he won't, he would just keep going, going, and going. Still very intentional. Absolutely. Which seems to be the theme I'm hearing here. Everything's very intentional. Pay attention. Absolutely. You don't just fall into this. You don't fall into a, thir- a you know, sub-35. That's right. And that's uh, where 5K. when I first started this eight, nine years ago, I didn't have any idea what I was going to be running. I, had, I just took off. Mm. And I'm, I know the first one I participated in, I had been to the gym and ran on the treadmill well, I got on the street, and there's no comparison. <laughs> it's completely different. And I was running with a gentleman about my age, and we're running along. We're both gasping for air. And I said, you know, this is a lot different than a treadmill. And he said, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> and, um, But, you know, just things like that that I just took off and had no plan. Yeah. And once I got a little bit more serious about it, I had to do a plan. I had to figure out something to make it work. And, you know, with folks like yourself and – other folks that are runners that help, you know, you can do this, you can do this. It's been very encouraging yeah. to, uh, to try to make it better. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to have seen where you've been. Uh, I'm excited to, to see what's ahead, to, to hear how the, the Copperhead's going to go. Um, and because that's a, that, that's just going to be fun. Yeah, it's it is. It's just a fun, fun time and a fun trail. Um, and the dynamic on that one's a little different because it's an evening run. Oh, I didn't know. It's like that. at five thirty in the evening. So, you know, you've got the whole day behind you that you've done whatever, so you're a little bit more tired than you would be if you got up at six o'clock in the morning and went to run. So you're gonna have the, the whole day that you've got to get through before you go out and run. It's just gonna be a little bit different. Legs are a little bit more tired. I may have to take a nap before I go or Whatever, maybe if I'm last runner, I'll sleep while the other ones are running yeah. or whatever. Well, that'll be fun. Well, um, final questions for since since this is a, a podcast about being in North Carolina, vinegar based or non vinegar based or tomato based or something else. I like the vinegar based. Vinegar based, absolutely. Barbecue. Yes. Slaw or no slaw? 
Slaw. Slaw. On yes. or on the side. Either. Either. Okay. <laughs> or both. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I, th- I know the next question. Cheer wine or no cheer wine? Uh, I'm not a cheer wine fan. Okay. Yeah. That's a it's North Carolina thing, so I thought I'd ask. Uh, mountains, coast, or somewhere in between? I like all the above. All the above. I do like the mountains of North Carolina and other states. I've been to a lot of places that uh, I like the mountains, but I also like the coast. And it's unfortunate that before I moved here, we used to come here on vacation. I probably spent more time on the beach when I was on vacation than I do when I live here. Yeah. So yeah. that's, okay. it doesn't make sense, but that's just unfortunately the way it is. Yeah. Yeah. So life, life is life wherever, whether you live at the beach yeah. or at the mountains. Life can get in the road sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I appreciate your friendship. Appreciate you taking time to, to talk a little bit about yourself. Some of it, very vulnerable information, but I, there's so many folks out there who are facing all kinds of different challenges in life. Um, and it's, it's exciting to hear somebody who's, who's met a challenge, continues to, to go forward. You have new goals. You have exciting things ahead. Um, you're a great dad. You're a great husband. Uh, an excellent friend. So thank you so much for, yeah. for all you do. And, there, and there's one thing that, that um, I would like to point out from the last uh, run I did at the Life Point. We were at the point of doing awards, and they were announcing the awards, and they stopped, and they said, here comes, I don't remember the gentleman's name, I wish I did, cerebral palsy, who ran the 5K, mm-hmm. and they said he, every, he runs them as much as he can, so he gets that uh, adrenaline going, and he runs. He was an hour or whatever, it didn't matter. He was still finished. So the way that I see it from that and from my perspective, there's nobody that shouldn't be out there trying something. You know, don't sit on your couch and do nothing. Get out and do something. And it's someone will help you. Yeah, it awesome. through it. So that's awesome. Well, thanks so much, Dean. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. Dean, thanks for taking time to tell us a little bit about your story, a little bit about who you are. Uh, we're excited see the changes that are that are coming ahead and we are rooting for team dragon ass as you guys head into the copperhead um, you're going to do awesome guys go out there and uh, have a good time hey can you do me a favor please subscribe to and review this podcast on your podcast app this helps spread the word about all the incredible runners and places to run here in the Tar Heel state i really appreciate it and remember to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Tar Heel Runners. Until next time, get out there and run.